You are now listening to a Fit Plus Love production. I think that's only stuff I heard right now. I think the part in the town where when there's a lot of spectators is really cool because I only heard that as there are a lot of spectators and crowds in the town and then you go out of the town on a Queen K, either on the bike or the run, it's almost like all of a sudden there's no one there. So you have the crowds within the city and then you go out of the city and then there's no one there. And that's like the mental part of it is I think that will be, I'm not looking forward to that. So I'm looking more forward coming coming back to, to the city with the crowds again. Yeah, I think just to have that feeling on race day with all, all spectators and just racing. I remember championships on Hawaii itself, like no matter where, if I am at the turnaround in Harvey or in the energy lab or then crossing the finish line, I think it will be just a special experience, especially as, as it is my first time here. So I think that's just the whole two or three weeks I stay here will be um, something I will maybe remember forever. Or I will, I think. <laughs> that was Florian Engert. This is Marnie Salop. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Marnie on the Move. Each week, I will be inviting interesting, innovative movers and shakers to join me on the show and share their story. You will discover and hear from thought leaders, experts, influencers, and entrepreneurs from the worlds of wellness, sports, beauty, fitness, fashion, and more. Marnie on the Move will feature an eclectic mix of people I know, work with, and think are generally doing cool things. On each episode, I sync up with my guests about life, career, and training, and showcase their expertise and story. Hello, welcome, and welcome back to the Marnie on the Move podcast. I'm your host, Marnie Salop. Today, on the Marnie on the Move Kona 2022 triathlon series, I sync up with German professional triathlete Florian Engert who came in fifth place at Ironman World Championships in St. George, Utah with a sub eight time. We caught up back then IRL at our Marnie on the Move pop-up studio on episode 228. Today, we sync up to chat about how he has been training for Kona World Championships, which is taking place this Saturday, October 8th, the nuances and shifts he has made in his nutrition and hydration for the changing climate what he is looking forward to on this iconic course and his plans post-race. If you are just dialing in, it is the Super Bowl of triathlon this week. The 2022 VinFast Ironman World Championships taking place in Kailua, Kona for the first time in three years. All week long on this podcast, you will hear from top professional athletes and thought leaders from around the globe. Also, if you haven't already tuned in to our live pop-up series from St. George World Championships and want to learn more about the 15 pros and age groupers we interviewed from around the globe, there's a link in the show notes, but it's episodes 225 to 236. All right, now on to my conversation with Florian. How excited are you? This is your first time doing Kona? Yeah, it's my first time actually on Hawaii wow. at all. So yeah, it's really, it's cool. I mean, it's, I qualified back in 2019 in Barcelona for, it was supposed to be my first Hawaii back in 2020. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously with all the pandemic didn't happen, but now I'm finally here. Uh, I'm in shape. I'm really looking forward to it. I got an idea already like I trained one day 
actually two days already here. So got an idea about the weather, humidity and the temperature. Um, good thing I was in Dallas before, so I'm quite used to super hot conditions. Yeah. <laughs> Not the humidity, to be honest, but um, yeah, I think I will get that sorted within the next two weeks. So yeah, in, in a way, I think it's, I thought it would be a bit more spectacular because there's such a big hype around it. Yeah. Being here and training here, but just seeing Kona in like everyday life is not that spectacular to be honest at least yeah. that's my feeling but it's cool to run and ride on the courses you only know from television well um, it's and an from icon- the live stream so yeah and i mean the thing is it's an iconic course it's an iconic event yeah and that's what is special about it but what i loved about the big island was not so much like the kona area but mm-hmm. getting out to going over to the volcano and looking at the ocean from the bottom of the volcano. Like if you have time to go for a Mm -hmm. ride in a car, because someone told me to do it on a bike and that was not fun. (laughs) This bike, I mean, I'm sure he was being obnoxious, but he was like, oh, you're a good cyclist. Like you should go ride from the top of the volcano to the bottom of the volcano. And I'm thinking like, oh, that's going to be easy. It's a downhill. Well, let's talk about the wind. (laughs) It's a downhill into like, 50 mile an hour winds. I couldn't even open the car door, but it was nice to drive. (laughs) Yeah. I took great photos or you should go like if you have time and check out the rainforest, you know, and it's all, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's North or South to the left on the highway towards Javi. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Like if you go that way, it's beautiful. And the food is really, really good. So, but it's not specifically to like Kona. Yeah. 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 That's what I had the feeling or heard from other athletes or people or friends who stayed here before. So, yeah, my, my plan is that after the race, I stay till. So, the race is Saturday, 8th of October, and I will stay till we leave on Friday, the 14th. So, we have a bit of vacation there um, to yeah, just do maybe the typical tourist things with uh, uh, a bit diving maybe or snorkeling and uh, seeing the volcano maybe go up to Mauna Kea or some stuff like that yeah it's really beautiful it's a beautiful (laughs) place to visit you know I did I did when I went to visit I saw like Alihi Drive and I get I get the whole vibe of the triathlon you know it's like very exciting is it already like it can you feel the energy already or all the athletes arriving a little bit I mean I'm only here for it's my third day now, but it feels like it gets more day by day. Yeah. Um, because I saw pictures from people arriving on Monday. Yeah. Um, when they went to the pool, it was all, there were almost no crowds, and we went to the pool yesterday, and there were a lot of people already. So, and all like Ironman caps, and uh, also fellow pro athletes. So, yeah. Um, I think all, all almost all pros will arrive either like now within the next two or three days or mid of next week. So. Yeah. We'll be pretty crowded. And you, I mean, I know that you are a total researcher, data person. Like you have analyzed and have like you and your team have an amazing strategy around how you're going to perform at this race. You do all of that work, but now you're there. Is there anything you're seeing that you're like, okay, this is going to work and I may need to retool this or that? Um, Yeah, I didn't. My coach has been here uh 2019 together with laura philip and sebi 
keenness so he knows the course already but we go out because as i rest dallas i had to take some time not off but some easy days just yes. to get recovered again um, and actually start training now today yeah. again so for like nine to ten days um doing a bit of ironman specific stuff and of course seeing all the the courses um but um, and then i think when i saw i think Saturday, uh, sunday i should I've seen all the courses or also ridden the bike course. So um, then I know what to expect. I mean, yeah. I think the wind is a bit, I don't know if it's unpredictable, but maybe not that predictable. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think I will get an idea about the winds, uh, about the temperature and the humidity, which I think will be the biggest factor. So, um, I mean, we can do a lot of heat training back home in Germany with yeah. riding indoors or running indoors without the fan. But it's something different here. I mean, we already realized that if you have, if it's cloudy and you don't see the sun, it's it's not cold, but it's but it's okay. Like it feels okay. But when the sun is when the clouds are gone and the sun is out, it's like so hot. Yeah, and it it's has like only a very like twenty seven difference. It, yeah, exactly. And um, when you look up to the mountain, there's always like clouds and rain. Mm -hmm. And when you look at the sea, there's like blue sky and sunshine. So. Yeah that's a complete difference um and i mean i rest in dallas and it was it has uh, 36 degrees um blue sky and sun so it was super hot yeah i don't know what's that in fahrenheit yeah, me neither, <laughs> um, but dallas is hot it's probably like 80s or 90s yeah yeah i think it's high 90s yeah. um and here because here in the car um it says 87 fahrenheit so it should be around 27, 28 degrees, yeah. which is like almost 10, 10 degrees less. But it, with together with the humidity, it feels as 36 degrees. So yeah, and it changes like as biggest, you like move along. Yeah. I mean, it's really a tro it's really a tropical climate. So it's it like is, yeah. one. It's like it could be raining 10 miles ahead of you and cold. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, yeah. I mean, we went we went for a ride and we got like soaked in rain for five minutes and then just five minutes further like the road was like dry and blue sky and sun again so and when, on the way back it was like a bit of rain for five minutes and then but it the good thing about that is it never gets cold then the temperature just might drop to 21 degrees but it, it's not cold <laughs> yeah i mean i think with the wind you know as someone who's been windsurfing my entire life and then you know getting into cycling yeah. and triathlon the one predictable thing about the wind is that it's unpredictable <laughs> and <laughs> yeah it's never <laughs> and you never know obviously your coach has and everyone that all the athletes that have done this course like there's a lot of intelligence and information around how the wind works in Hawaii and like on this, you know, Queen K and this road, just, yeah. you know, even when I was there and I dropped into a ride with the locals, it, there is this definite time where the wind picks up or where the wind is not, yeah. but nobody knows yeah. like how strong it's going to be. Or if it's like, there's definitely a headwind and there's definitely a crosswind. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, at least I hope, I hope there will be some wind on race day. So, and I think, the last two, I think 2018, 2019 was quite calm when it was about like when it came to the wind conditions. But yeah, just hope for wind because it's always good to have that because it's it favors a bit the not a bit it favors the stronger cyclists. So yeah. I'm really I really hope that there is wind. <laughs> is that what you love about triathlon? Like the unpredictability of 
everything and then overcoming those challenges. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, that's that's in a way, I mean, that's what Ironman is about. I mean, the race takes like eight hours for us uh, professionals, longer for the amateurs. But um, I mean, you can prepare yourself like a whole year for one race, but and you can have different scenarios, like thinking about, okay, what what will happen if it's a group out um, of first out of, out of the water with five guys or 10 guys or 20 guys and what happens at kilometer 90 or 155, whatever. Um, but you cannot predict it. Like you can think about it, what yeah. could happen, but you don't know about the race dynamics. You don't know about the shape of the other athletes. You don't know. You can control the shape uh, you are in like on race day, but right. you, it's always a bit on depending how, good do you feel exactly on race day because that's a bit you can always eat the same before the race and stuff like that but um you just have to hope that you have like, like close to the perfect day so um but i mean that's what ironman racing is about i mean you cannot predict uh, everything what happens in the next eight hours or ten hours so all right shout out to our series partners neotene neotene is my new favorite protein and electrolyte supplement It's the perfect quick hit after a training session for a protein boost and rehydration. It's easy to use. Just add one of the single-serve packets to water. Neotene's protein packets are great for a ride, run, or busy day on the go. They fit into your pockets or your bag. Made in the USA with straightforward, high-quality ingredients, Neotene has no unnecessary additives sugars, or fillers. It's just 45 calories with a light, refreshing flavor that tastes great. Founder, triathlete, and mom worked for years to develop a protein supplement that provided the protein she needed that tasted great and was easy to add to her busy life. Right now, it's time to start smart fueling and getting the nutrients you need. Neotene is offering Marnie on the Move listeners 20% off. Use our code MARNIE20, that's M-A-R-N-I-2-0, on their website, neotine.com. That's N-E-O-T-E-I-N, to get started. Also, shout out to series partners, Revitin. Revitin is my go-to when it comes to toothpaste and oral health. I have been using it for years. Revitin is a prebiotic toothpaste that is an all-natural vitamin and mineral rich formulation that gently cleanses, whitens teeth, and freshens breath while helping to restore gums and reduce harmful plaque. It's free of SLS, synthetic detergents, or additives and contains no harsh chemicals, fluoride, artificial colors, sweeteners, or dyes. Created by biologic dentist Dr. Jerry Curatola, Years ago, when he recognized the need for a new and effective oral care product that could support sustainable health within the mouth. Revitin fosters a balanced oral environment with beneficial microorganisms that optimize nutrient absorption and act as the body's first line of defense. The oral microbiome is the gateway to optimal full body health. So make sure you take care of it with a great toothpaste that does not have fluoride or harmful chemicals. Get started now with Revitin Prebiotic Toothpaste. Use our code MARNIE15 at Revitin.com to jumpstart your health. That's M-A-R-N-I-1515 at 
Revitin, R-E-V-I-T-I-N.com. Now, back to our conversation. And we caught up before World Championships in Utah. And how did you feel, you know, and we also caught up after when, you know, at the press conference, yeah. right? And we were talking and, I mean, congratulations on that. That was a huge success. Yeah, thanks. How are you feeling coming into this knowing it's such a different course? How did you adjust your mindset? Having come in yeah. fifth place at Ironman World Championships in St. George, how are you feeling mentally about this race? Yeah, I mean, physically, I'm be- I know that I'm in better shape than I was in St. George. Yeah. And also mentally, I feel prepared, to be honest. I mean, I, I am relaxed right now. I know that the training or the lead up to Hawaii was really, really good. Um, the last two races I did with uh, the World Triathlon Long Distance World Championships in, in Samarin, um, I was second there. I was fifth in Dallas, so I had really strong performances there. So that gives me a lot of confidence. And yeah, so I just try to take it a bit easy just to, um, yeah, to do it like day by day, just get a feeling for the island, for the weather conditions and don't try to stress myself with seeing other people yeah. riding hard um, on Queen K Highway or doing a lot of crazy stuff in the pool with intense uh, swim efforts and stuff like that. So I think it's that's maybe also a big thing that you don't really stress about that. Just concentrate on yourself and do, do your own thing. Um, and if I can do that, I think then, yeah, I'm prepared the best way to have a good result on um, 8th of October. I feel like that is something that you have and you are like one of the secrets for your success as an athlete, just from meeting you in St. George and watching you race over the last six months and talking to you is that you have that, the relaxed zone. It always comes with um, like the surroundings, I think, or just the, the people you have around and the setting you, you have on the island um, yeah. or wherever you anywhere are. you go. So, yeah, exactly. And so do you, who's with you now? Is your family with you? Are you like, um, yeah. Uh, actually, right now, um, I stay together with Daniel Beckegaard okay. oh, for yeah. the next three days. Um, and then the photographer who followed me around in St. George, um, Simon, will come this Sunday. And yeah, my, my coach lives um, close by, like it's only five minutes away. Oh, um, wow. That's cool. Yeah, so I... Yeah, so I I will stay here like in this apartment together with my photographer. My girlfriend will come two days before my race, and then yeah, we do have a couple of days of vacation afterwards here. Nice. Yeah, so I mean, I know a lot of people here, like oh, yeah. a lot of athletes and coaches coming here. Is your manager coming? Yeah, no, he's coming, but because he became a father yeah, a couple of weeks ago, so yeah. he yeah, exactly he will come Sunday in one week, I think, second of October. So you have a lot of great support with you as well, like friends, community. I mean, how important is that for you as an athlete? It is really important, especially um, just the support of either manager or also, I mean, Simon is, I would call him, he's like my media guy for the race or for the lead up also, but it's not that he's only taking pictures or videos. He's also helpful when it comes to other stuff like driving me out um, on queen k maybe that i can go for a ride or run stuff like that and also my coach is here we have we bring a physio physio so and we have quite a lot of people around who can help like also do grocery um, shopping or stuff like that so 
that's really helpful and um, keeps a bit like the pressure and the stress away from myself that I can just concentrate on my training and um, being as relaxed as possible. And um, also after uh, like training sessions that I can recover the best way. Um, so it's really impossible. And I think I'm, I feel quite lucky that I am in a situation where I can yeah, literally afford that um, having other people around. That's awesome. That's, I really think that's cool. Is there anything new that you're doing not obviously for race day, but maybe that you started a couple months ago after St. George. Yeah. What do you do for nutrition and hydration? What products do you use and um, how are you doing this? I'm, I work together with a, it's a German brand. She does like um, personalized nutrition. Okay. Um, so I use, I use that since 2017 actually. So, and we are quite far when it, in development or in developing that so i'm using the same product actually since three years so we didn't change it a lot we added a bit of salt for hawaii yeah or the longer the hotter races and yeah i, I kind of practiced drinking like drinking water not yeah. like practice not, drinking not alcohol, alcohol but <laughs> not like doing shots on the bike. <laughs> exactly that's for uh, after the vacation week exactly yeah, I think you, you don't need practice that. on that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, no, um, but I actually I, I practice drinking cold water, and um, because it's a bit can be a bit difficult for the stomach to just for yourself that you feel it's just a bit difficult to when you're not used to drinking cold water. It's yeah, yeah, it can feel a bit strange, especially when you're running, um, and it's not about nutrition or hydration, but um, just. I practice cooling for my body. Okay. Like on what, like which places of my body is, I really feel that I have a benefit when I pour water over it, like cold water. Okay. So I mean, but you saw it with cyclists or runners that they always put like ice, yes, ice cubes in a, in a cloth like uh, in the neck. Okay. It's really helpful, and I try to pour like because we have the long, the sleeved race suit. When you get cold water, that I always pour that over my arms. Um, up to the shoulders, I try not to do it like in the stomach area because um, then you get a bit of stitches. But I feel that, and sometimes I pour like cold water over my head, but that's a bit, can also be a bit too much stress when you're not like, when you're really kind of overheated or when the body temperature is high, then it can be a bit of a shock when you pour like cold water over your head. So, but you have to get used to that. So I sometimes practice that. But uh, that's <laughs> that's probably the biggest thing I try to practice or changed um, when it came to the lead up to Hawaii compared to St. George. Is there a part of the course that you're most looking forward to? I think that's only stuff I heard right now. I think the part in the town where when there's a lot of spectators is really cool because I only heard that as there are a lot of spectators and crowds in the town and then you go out of the town on a Queen K, either on the bike or the run, it's almost like all of a sudden there's no one there. Yeah. So you have the crowds within the city and then you go out of the city and then there's no one there. And that's like the mental part of it is I think that will be, I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah. So I'm looking more forward coming, coming back to, to the city with the crowds again. Yeah, I think just to have that feeling on race day with all, all spectators and just racing. I remember championships on Hawaii itself, like no matter where, if I am at the turnaround in Harvey or yeah. in the energy lab or then, 
crossing the finish line. I think it will be just a special experience, especially as, as it is my first time here. So I think that's just the whole two or three weeks I stay here it will be something I will maybe remember forever. Or I will, I think. <laughs> so when it comes to recovery, are there certain tools that you use beyond just like sleeping after the race <laughs> and things that you eat that you're like that help you recover faster? Actually, after on the race day itself, I just because I eat like eight hours like fluid gels, like only made of it's a mix of sugar and water. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward after race, or honestly, already in the race to have some like super salty, fatty stuff, just like like a burger. I feel like you said that last time. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, a burger, burger and fries, or a big pizza, something like yeah. that. I think in a way that also helps to recover, to be honest, because you're kind of, you're so much looking forward to that, that you, uh, it gets you want to, the to have line. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, so at what um, point do you start thinking about the pizza or the burger? Like, is it <laughs> like a mile before the finish line? Yeah, maybe then, but uh, it's just, I mean, in a race, there's no time to think about that, but uh, for recovery, I mean, ice bath, ice bathing or like recovery boots, um, I have a quite a good physio who really helps a lot to loosen up my body and the muscles again after after races. But Hawaii is something, I mean, also after the big races, I don't really, I mean, the body takes some time to, to recover itself. Yeah. So, and after an eight hour Ironman, I cannot really have a physio treatment afterwards because yeah. just my body or my legs are so sore that it'd be even worse afterwards. So, yeah, but I try to do a little bit of black roll stretching, just go actually for, for easy swimming. I think yeah. we'll be here quite cool. I think yeah. after the race, go swim with the dolphins. So. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's so, so awesome. Um, yeah. Just to keep a bit moving again, because I, do, I mean, you don't really feel like moving and every step when you walk down the stairs hurts. Um, but it's good to keep moving again, that you just move your body that it's good that you're staying uh, yeah. too, because you don't have to get on a plane and sit. Yeah, that's actually elevation. That's even worse. Yeah, that's even. Yeah. And you do that all the time when you're racing, though, right? Like because you're traveling and. Yeah, I mean, it's normally I'd, when I have a race on Sunday, I try to get there on the Thursday and go back on Monday. I mean, in Europe and everything is like close to driving distance by car. That's that's possible. Or you just take the plane. And I mean, I think that's okay for 70.3 racing. For Ironman racing, it's good to have a day, at least a day in between that you you don't recover within that day. But going straight from the race into the plane, yeah, that I think kind of resets the body completely. And then you really need some time to get moving again at home. This is Even more than you yeah. do anyways. <laughs> I know you're really focused on Kona right now. And that's really yeah. all you are doing with like your mental and physical bandwidth but is there something that you have on the horizon beyond Kona that you're thinking about or looking forward to once you come through the finish line I'm really looking forward to the five days after like just the easy easy days of vacation here yeah but beyond that I don't know yet I like for when it comes to races or training I as you said I'm, I'm so concentrated on Hawaii right now that yeah. I have some ideas what I could do maybe later in the year maybe in november mm -hmm. um but i don't know yet and i don't want to even fix so. it yet or yeah i just i just had a look what is possible is there another race i could do 
yeah. if I feel like it. So I have that in the back of my mind, but I will think about that after the race. So. And now there's so many options, right? Between like PTO, Super yeah. League, Ironman, like you could basically race every month, every week. <laughs> I feel like yeah, not every yeah, week, exactly. but like there's a lot and it's exciting. Yeah. I mean, it's an exciting time for the sport. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the PTO races are done for this year with the two, it was three PTO two races, including the Collins Cup. But for next year, I think it's set for four races, yeah. like the major events. Um, so it's again, Canada or Canadian Open and US Open. And there will be a European Open race and an Asian Open race. At okay. least that's planned. Yeah. So that's really cool. And yeah, I think maybe next year could be like the first season especially when we don't have a world championship race in may yeah um then you can kind of have a normal season again where you can do like yeah. a big race in one of the big european races in june mm-hmm. or july um, and then concentrate on hawaii yeah um, i feel like that will yeah, end but up working as you out said, better for, for all the athletes like i think it's a lot right of i mean it's a lot yeah. of training to to do two world championships with Ironman in one year but it's also great but it's a lot yeah it is but then again you also want to be in the best possible shape um yeah. for like the big races um and that was quite difficult this year or it's like it kind of destroyed my my race schedule a bit because yeah. you cannot really do a lot in races in between but um, for next year I'm really confident that yeah I mean as you said it like you can do actually racing like every, every week. week somewhere on the world. So yeah, um, and have, having high quality races, I think that's also really important. Having races with like solid price money and good, um, or strong pro and uh, women's uh, field. So yeah, awesome. I think yeah, well, it looks really cool for next year. Yeah, well, this is great. I'm and uh, thanks for being on. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me. Thanks again for tuning in to Marnie on the Move. If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social at Marnie on the Move for Facebook and Instagram and Marnie Salop on Twitter. Head over to our website, MarnieOnTheMove.com for more info on this episode, links in the show notes, and of course, sign up for our quarterly newsletter, The Download, to get updates, deals, giveaways, and information on future events for 2019. I want to hear from you. Email me, marnieonthemove1 at gmail.com. And let me know what you're enjoying, 